Ryan Leroy Holloway, philanthropist, Group 9 life member, three times any given Monday champion, corporate mercenary, an avid weekend bird watcher. Welcome to the show. Well, firstly, let me say what a pleasure it is to be here and uh, wouldn't be anywhere else in the world. I've got a comment before we start. You look fantastic. I would have drafted you second, maybe third round, wide receiver, speed, agility, and you've dressed the part. I, I, would, I would hope this encourages the other boys to uh, show a little bit more effort uh, during their interviews. But, you know, you've well, set a standard tonight. All I can say is all glory be to God, praise Lord Jesus, uh, that I got here. Hard work, determination, and the love of the good Lord got me to where I am. I love it. Because I've known you for so long, this does seem a touch unfair since you are my oldest friend, but let's pretend for the next 20 minutes or so that I don't know you at all. Since this is interview four of the series, I'm very excited to do it. So let's get into it. I think it'll work well because the longer I know you, the less I feel I know you. So this, this will work perfectly. I, I think we all feel a bit that way. Um, for those not across the tapestry of our history, we grew up together in the village of Young, a four-hour drive from Sydney in the southwest slopes of New South Wales. Ryan, for those unfamiliar with Young, would you describe it as a hotbed of violence? Uh, for, well, since the Mill Tavern changed, uh, you know, their sort of look and feel, I feel like the violence, or at least the theatrics of the violence in Young, uh, has changed a little bit. Um, that uh, that Main Street, uh, you know, arena that somewhat resembled the MGM Grand at 2am on a, you know, Saturday morning uh, kind of uh, died down a little bit. But uh, I'd say there's still a few knuckles that happen around the old town. Last season in the league, things didn't go your way. What went wrong? Jason Marsh. Yeah, Jason Marsh. Got off to a flyer. Uh, and then when Jace came out and ran his mouth about how well I was doing, I think I reeled off around about six losses in a row, thereabouts. Really derailed the season. <laughs> the jinx is real. In my well, that and the drinking. The drinking. I, I, I can only support your drinking so much. And speaking of your drinking, in my most recent podcast, Chris, the life of the party, Mullen, described you as an alcoholic. How did he get to know you so well? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, he's tried to uh, big note himself a few times uh, when we've been out and about, men about town as we were before we all uh, had children and the like. And I showed him up a few times at karaoke and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he really hasn't gotten over it. Speaking on that, would you say that tit rat behaviour is a city or a country problem? Oh, Tip rats are, it's usually city rats that are riddled through the city, um, but the tip rat behaviour is generally uh, reserved for those that come from areas of a population uh, over 50,000. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I'll, I'll subscribe to that. A number of the league... Are you talking your large regional cities in there somewhere too? You know, your Goulburns, your Bathurst's. Yes, well, well, actually, we will get to Bathurst, but before we do, a number of league members wouldn't be aware of your philanthropic work, but I can recall a situation where you attempted to secure peace between Palestine and Israel in 2001. Two-part mm. question, 
A, what went wrong, and B, was the BP service station in Young the logical starting spot for such a movement? Oh, wow. Heavy-hitting question. Um, I'll answer the second part first. Um, I, like most of us, blame the big corporations and multinationals for most things that are wrong with the world. Um, British Petroleum being one of those. Uh, anybody that's seen that classic Mark Wahlberg film based on a novel by... Uh, uh, J.K. Rowling uh, about their oil rig um, would know that they are horrendous people uh, and have attributed to the suffering of the Palestinian people. It's uh, it's a fact. Look it up. Google it. Um, jump on a Reddit thread if you like. Um, look, I think lighting the tissue outside the British Petroleum uh, venue that were in that night probably, in hindsight, not my greatest idea. But you know, you've got to raise awareness about this somehow, some way. Um, the theatrics generally get the, the headlines. Squeaky wheel gets the oil, as they say. Um, has much improved? Well, my Palestinian brothers and sisters would probably beg to differ. I'd just like to take this moment to reassure our sponsors that uh, we don't uh, always subscribe to the views of our guests, but we, we offer a platform for them to Thanks, make, Paul. <laughs> make their points anyway. A couple, of, a couple of amendments to the fantasy season ahead. Any issues, complaints, concerns? Um, we made changes. I, I, I was hoping that you might be across them. I've had three or four goes at this. No one seems to know. So I, I think... I, I like the, like this half point and whatever. It, you know, it's going to change things up. I think it's a little change from the norm. And the change of platform too, yeah, I... I uh, been on sleeper a few, like, you know, just to have a look at it. Look and feel looks good. So we'll see where we get to. Speaking of concerns, is it true you stare less aggressively at others than your college days? Less aggressively, maybe more intently. Speaking of your college days at Mount Panorama, can you help explain to our listeners why everyone in Bathurst only wears clothing that feature motor racing brands? Why don't people wear normal clothes in Bathurst? Oh, look, I'd have to pull you up on that. Um, not just motor racing, but you are neglecting uh, the Jim Beams, the Jack Daniels, the Bundaberg Rums, um, you know, the, the spirit world, if you like, uh, down there in Bathurst. Why is that? Well, let me tell you that uh, Shell Power 98 runs through the veins of the good people of Bathurst, the gold mining town, Mount Panorama, uh, the thriving metropolis that is, the motor city, if you will, of New South Wales. I'd like to take uh, this opportunity to thank our single malt spot uh, sponsors. They uh, have been very good to us here at at the Smithers series, and uh, and yeah, we're we're very supportive of their uh, endeavours with motor racing. Let's talk some football. I remember watching the '99 Super Bowl with you. Both of us being Denver fans, it was incredible. How long until we get back to the show? Wow, well, Peyton took us there against the Panthers a little while ago. You got to remember that Super Bowl Fifty. I think that's a milestone moment, like a, a club with a an illustrious history such as our Denver Broncos have to be the champions in Super Bowl Fifty. I think is just poetic, if you will, uh, for NFL history. So, um, look, we get a Rod and and who knows what happens, but we're sure as shit not getting there with Drew Lock. 
or Teddy Bridgewater for that matter. <laughs> Speaking of Drew Locke, can he parallel park? Oh, yes, but only because he's got one of those cars that's got the park assist. Does he deserve one more year or would you trade him despite his value being lower than Christopher Scase's morals? <laughs> uh, we're not going to get anything for him, but I'd give him up in a heartbeat if it meant we were going to get Rogers. So you think there's a likelihood we get Rogers? Uh, no, but I can, a man can dream, can't he? Vic Ferengo is currently paying odds on money to be the first coach sacked this season. Would you take those odds? Well, I mean, if he keeps overeating at the all-you-can-eat buffet in downtown Denver, I see no other choice. They're going to have to ship him out. He'll send the restaurant industry broke. He's a big unit. Biggest Broncos draft bust, Paxton Lynch or Tim Tebow? Paxton Lynch, because Tebow at least had a little bit of the, you know, hype factor. Yeah, I... I, I and you hyped up Lynch, so he's got a massive cannon arm and he did nothing, but anyway. he could. Yeah, he just had he had a lot of issues that were, were unfixable. Um, let's talk some fantasy. Uh, biggest regret from the season just gone? Uh... Probably probably rating Cam Akers a little bit higher than I should have at the draft um, and being in the bathroom when Dylan stole Josh Jacobs off the board. That, that was criminal, wasn't it? That was um, something that we don't talk about because he's a dictator, but that was really a, um, the wrong thing to do. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't have gone to the bathroom at that time, but I think I had a little bit too much... I think I had a little bit too much faith in the in the fact that Acres would probably be a clear cut RB one after the first few weeks, and it just didn't eventuate in LA. So there you go. It's my my love of the Rams backfield, which we know is well documented. Gurley has served you well, uh, gentlemen. Question: Let's be honest. How many hours a week do you put into fantasy? Um, look, it's mainly a, a bit of a mad scramble around like when the wave is clear and then getting the lineup set so you don't have to get up at ridiculous o'clock uh, on a Monday morning. So probably say like anywhere from two to three. Yeah, I think most normal people would, would subscribe to that. Truth or dare, pick wisely. Look... As my man, Sean Watson, would say, the truth will set you free. I'm actually glad you picked that. If you could murder one member of the Any Given Monday League and get away with it, who would it be? Next question. Everybody... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jez, but we're rivals. I've got to say it. Jeremy, I would sleep with a hammer under your pillow. Um, in a snake draft scenario, who would you take with the first pick next season? Oh, good question. Uh, you probably like, I mean, Derrick Henry had a great season. Probably don't trust Dalvin Cook enough to take him first overall. Um, you know, Where's Saquon after the injury? You know, so it's somewhere in that Henry, Barkley type area. Who would you take with the third pick if you found a scenario 
where Henry and Cook were off the board. Would you take Barkley? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Saquon fan, so maybe, maybe not. But I, I don't, I don't mind that other that kid, that receiver that came on for the Vikings late in the year. Maybe you might change it up, go receiver first. Ooh, uh, auto draft situation. Alvin Kamara has topped out at $61 and you can buy him for 62 Do you do it? Yeah. 62 uh, Is there a kicker you'd pay $3 for in an auction draft? Not on your life. In the fantasy offseason, does the GOAT ever consider retirement? Never. Never? I'll tell you when I'm done. Since moving to Sydney, milk crate attacks rose a shocking 917%. Can you comment on this? Innocent until proven guilty. True or false? In a 1997 article in The Young Witness, this is verbatim, witnesses claimed the teenager was highly agitated. He was seen screaming, swearing, spitting and finally urinating at his school formal. The unnamed, te- the unnamed teen has been held over for arraignment. Do you know who this was? Tell you what, Mitch is lucky that uh, he's got some good character references. <laughs> Shout out to Mitchell Gale. Looking forward to having him on very soon. Who does your favourite coffee in Sydney? Ooh, at the moment, it's the girls around the corner at the Crema Lambs. Like, they just, they knock it out of the park. Awesome. Have to check that out. Best bacon and uh, bacon and egg roll. Curly's on the corner. More curl curl. Favourite flavoured milk? Oof. I like, I don't mind a malt. Malt's great. Malt's underrated. It's so underrated. Underrated. Uh, true or false time? An octopus has three hearts. True. It is true. An octopus has one main heart that pumps blood around its body. The two additional hearts are responsible for pumping blood over each of its gills. Another done in year one that loves animals. Yeah, you'd be surprised people aren't across this. Another interesting octopus fact: when they get bored or stressed out, they have the capacity to eat their own arms. It's a process known as autography. Time for hero or villain. Six quick responses to are these people a hero or villain? John Elway, the administrator. Villain. Ooh, that's, that's, we're going to have to talk about that. Tim Tebow. Hero for that dime he threw to 88, Demarius Thomas. Nick, Pittsburgh. Nick Politis. God. <laughs> Cartman from South Park. Hero. Jay Cutler. Villain. Latrell Sprewell. Hero of the day. What we don't know that you know. How frequently do you wash your hair? I just did it tonight. Maybe twice a week. Work-related question. Non-for-profit organisations. Are their administration fees too high and are charities getting enough of the donation? Uh, no, and yes, charities are getting enough of the donation. After work question, stubby or long neck? Uh, long neck. 
country boy. Favourite city Cooper in America? Sparkling. Cooper Sparkling. Roll it a few times first. Sorry. Favourite city in America? Uh, oh. Toss up. And only because I didn't spend enough time in New York, San Diego or New Orleans. Interesting. Has fantasy football become too reliant on armchair experts that refuse to exercise? Yes. Any... Which NFL stadium is larger? Mile High in Denver or Arrowhead in KC? Mile High. Arrowhead by 291 people. Oh. Yeah, fuckers. I don't know. Like, we, we should have found some additional seats. What year was Terrell Davis drafted? Ninety-two. Oh, ninety-five. Ninety-five. Far out. I didn't realize it was that late in the piece. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He he was a monster. Uh, sixth round pick, one ninety-six. If you can believe that. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. do a follow-up question. Who was drafted higher? No, Sean Marino or Demarius Thomas? No, Sean. He was. He went twelve overall. If you can believe that. Um, Thomas went twenty-second. Over or under, Von Miller is over or under 115 kilos. Uh, Post-injury? Over. He's just under. He's 113. Follow-up question. Von Miller has been arrested over or under four times. Under. Under. It's three. He has more issues than Playboy. Movie sequels, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, and Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, were filmed in Colorado in the 90s. Do you think we weren't good enough for the original films, or do you think that the people of Colorado just like things past their prime? And this isn't a reference to Peyton Manning or potentially Aaron Rodgers. Uh, It's definitely the fact that Denver like things past their prime because it's a it's a tired old city. Anybody who's seen Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Did you know Colorado has produced 67 astronauts? Is this a reflection that the people of Colorado enjoy being high? Well, I think they can deal with the attitude a little bit better because they're up so high. Or it's also maybe a comment on the fact that more people from Colorado should have just been shot into space. On that topic, isn't using steroids just the equivalent of seeking a commercial advantage? I'll provide an example. A broker getting a stock tip or somebody not getting back on side in a game of league. Isn't it all just the same thing? (laughs) Uh, Well, what do we think about the transgender woman that just uh, got a spot at Tokyo Games? I... Don't watch the news just for those exact reasons. I, 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 my sponsors wouldn't allow me to comment on that. I ask Barry Bonds. Well, on that basis, steroids, friend or foe? Foe. Foe. The cherry picker bowl. Between Mitch, yourself, and I, should we do more to solidify its position within the league? The accent bowl has won hearts and minds. Should we be doing more? It definitely warrants a little bit more attention, but I think it also warrants those uh, that would benefit more greatly from it to have a little bit more skin in the game. So there you go. The challenge is for the the three of us to make it worthwhile. I believe Mitch is the reigning holder. I believe so. 
True or false? Rob Gronkowski is Big Bird's second cousin. True. It is true. Let's close this out with the year ahead. Who's going to be champ if it's not you? Oof. Uh, Graham. Graham. A lot of people are saying Graham. Uh, who shits the bed at the draft? Chris Mullum. Who wins the toilet bowl but loses the respect of the league? Dylan. Who loses the toilet bowl and loses their own self-respect? Frank. Biggest draft day spender on a single player? James F. Smithers. (laughs) Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) No comment. Uh, Most drunk at the draft? Well, everybody's saying me, and I've I've got a good track record because I put a few away before we even hit the bus last year, so... I'll, 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 I'll stick to trend. I'll stick to form. Biggest fantasy player bust this season? CD Lamb. <laughs> 2021 Accent Bowl champion, Jason or Cav? Matthew Cavallero. First NFL player to get arrested post this interview? Oof. Uh, JJ Watt, but not for what you think. (laughs) Ryan, I've enjoyed this immensely. Next week, we have the encyclopedia himself, Hollywood Hornish. Hollywood, I will be writing from left to right, and I expect you to do the same. Ryan, anything you want to say to our, our viewers before we sign off? Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, here's to fantasy football. The excellence of fantasy execution, signing off.